Hello and welcome to another episode of Interview with a Schizophrenic. I'm your host, Duncan Samuel Singer, and today I have the great pleasure of welcoming back Frank. Frank was the first person I interviewed on this show, so he was quite instrumental in getting this podcast started. Um, so I interviewed Frank over two years ago now. Um, Frank is from New York. Um, he's a Reiki healer. He was at the time. Um, he did have drug addiction issues when he was younger. Um, he's got a diagnosis of paranoid schizophrenia. Um, I think when we talked, it was apparent that um, Frank had a deep spiritual understanding um, and uh, which I share, um, which is quite interesting um, because because um, you can have different beliefs, but I think when it comes to spirituality, there's always a common theme. So that's quite interesting. So uh, welcome, Frank. How are you doing? It's good to see you back. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, it's good to be back. I'm doing pretty darn well. I, uh, I'm kind of in a state of recovery now. I've been on the road for the past three months, and so I'm uh, just kind of getting back into my stationary groove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming back to uh, stability, I guess. So, yeah. uh, Frank, why, why don't you... Um, it's been a couple of years. I know you, you went on your, um, on your trip, but why don't you talk about what what you would like to talk about since we last spoke, um, and we can take it from there. Okay. Um, well, I guess um, I can I can kind of start by um, explaining a little bit why I took this trip. Um, for the past um, five or six years, I've been um, really developing my ability to heal people on a holistic level. Um, I kind of figured out how to do all this um, through my own healing and healing myself and and really coming to understand what the true nature of reality is. Um, and so um, as I've been healing other people um, with um, issues that are similar to the issues that I've been dealing with um, in my own journey, um, I decided that it was important to start collecting evidence and gathering um information about the true nature of our reality and what actually exists out there. And so that's kind of why I got into um, this whole trip. Um, it kind of started, actually, I was, um, I have a good friend of mine who was having some pretty severe um, health issues in New Mexico. And so the trip started by me going out to help her with that. Um, but then it also kind of turned into this um, whole three month paranormal um, expedition, if you will. And um, my goal was really to to understand better what exists out there um, and then to also um, provide evidence to people who are trying to understand what um, exists out there. And I've really come to understand that um, the paranormal and schizophrenia pretty much go hand in hand. Um, and I think the more people know and understand what exists, um, the better um, they can be at protecting themselves, at um, blocking the negativity that's out there while still engaging in um, the immense positivity, the love and light that exists out there. You know, um, what was I going to say? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, the reality of na- the na- nature of reality, because so um, most of us are stuck in sort of like a program state of um, earning a living, um, uh, just you know, the ability to survive life um, in a very sort of narrow-minded view, um, whereas whereas the nature of reality is much broader and a bigger picture in spiritual terms. Um, in that there is like a force of spirit out there um, which we can all tap into um, and it's just you know and and it's just it's taken away from the stress we put under ourselves on an everyday basis if we step away from that and we trust in spirit there is there is that path so your your trip paranormal because that's kind of are are you talking about um, after dead communication um well i guess i'm talking about paranormal um from multiple levels i mean i was um documenting alien life i um, was also documenting um uh spirits ghosts um you know i'm sorry so i thought you just cut off there oh sorry about that you you Um, were saying you were saying um it was paranormal on multiple levels and then i think you got cut off Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was, um, I'm really trying to document paranormal. Yeah. Multiple levels. Um, I was documenting alien life, um, as well as spirits, um, life after death, if you will. Um, as well as the, the many various other types of entities that exist out there on a multidimensional level, like demons and, um, other things like that, um, parasitic entities, stuff like that, which, I think goes back into um, what we as schizophrenics deal with, um, which is typically um, issues with parasitic entities, entities that are attaching themselves to us um, so that they can um, then ultimately feed on the negative energy they produce um, by creating suffering within us, which is where a lot of um, delusions, I think, come from um, Mm. that people who are schizophrenic can deal with. Yeah, I've heard about this... um this idea of the parasitic um, spiritual entity which attaches to, to our, I guess, our soul or our spirit. And and that is what causes a lot of the interferences. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure on my opinion on that. Um, I To be honest with you, I don't really think of it that way. But I have, I have yeah. I don't really think of it that way because I get I guess in a way I can't I don't accept that something's attached to me. Um but maybe maybe it is. But well, yeah, in, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um <clears throat> excuse me. I think um I think within the schizophrenic community, um, we've kind of been programmed to believe that um that Western medicine is kind of the only route um, because I think Western medicine, pretty much the only thing that they, the only answer that they have um, for schizophrenics is that what we experience um, doesn't actually exist and that it's ultimately a product of our broken minds and that um, there are things that we can do like take meds to, um, to facilitate uh, unbreaking that or healing it to some level. Um, But my experiences have taught me over um, a long period of time, over over a decade, um, that 
that what I'm experiencing is coming from outside of me and that there is something else further going on. And actually, that's what led me to get into the world of holistic uh, medicine. And um, through my practices, I've learned um, how to um, release these entities that I'm talking about from my own being um, and, and also to learn how to protect myself from them. And I've gone from being somebody who was totally and completely debilitated by my schizophrenia um, um, to being someone who now is um, trying to get a small business off the ground. I moved um, thousands of miles from from where I used to live and um, I'm now um, capable of, of, of having these resources available so that I can continue this, this uh, journey that I'm on to research and understand um, the true nature of reality better. Um, and I, uh, I've, I've done entity removal work on, on myself as well as on other people and have had some pretty good results with it. Um, I know earlier I was talking about, um, the friend of mine who was in New Mexico who needed my help. Um, we did, um, an entity removal, um, on her and she, when I got there, she, um, had pretty much lost all of her friends. She lost her place to live. She was living in her car and she's had multiple, um, surgeries on her lower back from issues that she's had, which, um, is where I determined that the entity had attached itself to. Um, so she was dealing with chronic lower back pain, things that kept her, um, in bed. They were so severe. Um, but after, um, after my work with her was done, um, although it's still continuing, but after the ceremony that we did, um, all of those issues have pretty much become non-existent. She now has a place to live. She's um, finding and reconnecting with um, new people as well as people that were from her past. And um, she she doesn't really have back pain anymore. She hasn't, that's not something she's really dealing with anymore. So it seems to me like um, like things are moving along pretty well for her. And so um, I think it can be difficult to open our minds to what potentially exists out there. Um, but I think an open mind is much better than a closed mind in the long run. And, and we can learn, um, a great deal about things, um, just by, just by keeping an open mind about things and about what we may not fully understand. And, you know, I also know too, that, um, I've learned a great deal in these, in these past, um, past years, but I also know that there's a great deal that I still don't understand, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, in terms of sort of spiritual, you know, you know in our first interview, we talked about synchronicities and, okay. and I get a lot of synchronicities recently, you know, really blatant ones where just blatant ones. It often, often it will be when I'll be watching the TV and, and I'll get a, or either I'll get a precognition or I'll say something and it's repeated on the TV a few seconds totally. later. You know, that sort of thing, really blatant synchronicities, but not, it, not just, um, yeah, with, with all sorts of things. And and that just, to me, makes me think that there is some sort of, there's some sort of position that I'm in which may be correct spiritually in the sense that it's kind of it's almost as as if I'm my thoughts are getting encouraged by spirit, like I'm the trans, I'm the res receiver, and and the thoughts are coming in, um, and, and then 
you know, and it's related to the local environment in a way. Um, totally. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting because it, it, it doesn't disturb me. It just makes me think, hmm, that's, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. And a completely spiritual experience, but it's an experience that as schizophrenics, we commonly go through. Oh um, yeah. I, uh, I experience that all the time, all the time. Um, I have come to find in my own understanding of synchronicities like that. Um, I think many times um, that is just the universe, the universal consciousness, if you will, um, kind of letting us know that we're, we're on the right track. We're, we're yeah, exactly. Choices exactly. and we're moving forward. Cause I also, um, I don't, I don't feel negative when those kinds of things happen. I, I end up feeling reassured almost. Mm. Exactly. Um, me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and, you know, this is stuff like these synchronicities and things. These are things that Western medicine can't really explain. Um, and ultimately experiences like this and other experiences, um, similar to things like this, but that involve, um, more than just me, I guess, uh, they are are what are fueling my my desire to understand better what's going on and ultimately why i ended up doing this whole trip and and i can say too that so many things have happened or did happen on this trip um that m leads me to believe just me specifically um i i have no doubt that that there are things out there that are are feeding on us on our energy bodies or soul if you want to call it that um and that um, we can do things about that. We can do things to correct that so that we're not having um, negative experiences. Um, you know, I know I used to see schizophrenia as my greatest weakness. I used to be ashamed of it. I used to do anything that I could to hide it from other people. And now I see it as my greatest asset. And it's something that I spend a lot of time caring for and developing and understanding so that I can use it to my advantage instead of, uh, letting it be the thing that that keeps me suppressed and debilitated. You know, um, so you're talking about your friend in New Mexico. And so what you did for her is mm. completely in line with spiritual, um, the spiritual path, which is helping another person who's vulnerable. That's completely, you know, spot on spiritual. Do you know, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely. So that that's because I, so my dad had dementia and I, and I cared for him when he was dying, you know, doing, doing all that sort of thing. And that to me is being on the spiritual path. And that, so that caring aspect of life is, mm -hmm. is, is, is what it's all about because, you know, that is the, that is the empathy and the, and the intuitive, being intu intuitive enough to understand our human connection. Um, you know, whereas whereas the non-spiritual types can be quite disturbing in what they say because they've lost that connection. And so they they will say things which are like, What where did that come from? You know, and it and that yeah. is and that's kind of like you notice that when you talk to the non-spiritual types is that they're they're just in a different universe. Okay. Um so yeah, I was talking about how um I think um uh, people who step away from from spiritual guidance, spiritual answers, um, answers um, or getting advice or answers from a higher power, however that may look to somebody. Um, I mean, we all have our unique ideas about what 
what God is or what a higher power could be. Um, but I think that when we step away from that, we, we ultimately kind of separate ourselves from the rest of the universe. Um, we see ourselves as disconnected, as separate from everything. And, and I think that that can make, um, make us a little more selfish in our, in our, um, decision-making just because we're only concerning ourselves, And, and I think that a big part of the reason why, um, people make choices in that way, um, is because we're kind of taught that we, um, we are kind of living in a time now where we're, we're programmed to believe that we're separate, that we're alone, that, that there isn't, um, a grander, um, structure to things. Um, and that, um, we have to just be considering ourselves, me, 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 I, 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 um, which is ultimately, uh, um, I think not that beneficial to us. Cause I think the more that we understand that we are connected, I think the more we start to see, um, the division that humanity is faced with right now, um, falling away. You know, I think now more than ever, we are so divided. Um, and I think that that's something that's, that's being pushed upon us, um, on, upon our societies, um, just because, um, we're, we're weaker that way. And so I think, um, who knows, perhaps that's why we're having all these technical issues today. Um, yeah. just help people understand that, that there's a, a grander connection that we are all connected and that the more we help each other, the more we help ourselves in the end is, is kind of how it works. Exactly. And, you know, it's like the beauty of life is from our spirit. It's not It's not like we're just a meat and bones animal. And the beauty of life is our expression is in the art, in the music, or in the poetic science. Most you know? definitely. I that, could you know, more, yeah. The, like uh, sort of science theories, which are musical, and all this sort of thing. That's the beauty of life. It's like if you look at ancient civilizations, um, such beautiful structures they built, you know? Oh. Um, it's that that, and we we've lost that, and we're becoming quite sterile and clinical. Um, yeah, it's difficult because I think the spiritual path is it probably makes people afraid. I don't know. Um, well, I think I think people fear what they don't understand, and I think you know, opening yourself up to. Um, spirituality to multi-dimensional thinking to all of this kind of thing um, can be very scary, you know, for people who think that they understand things. And then, you know, I think when you really start to go through an awakening process, a spiritual awakening, um, I think one of the things that comes with that is really coming to understand that you don't really understand things and that you do have to open your mind to things that maybe you thought you had a grip on before. And I think doing that can be really scary for a lot of people. Yeah. I know it was scary for me. It took me a, a long time to, to get to where I am now and to accept the, the truth as I see it um, and, and yeah. what really exists. It took me a long time to get there, you know? I, I, I can feel that because it's similar for me. It took me a long time. Um, yeah, it's a process. Know, it's, a, it's a process. <laughs> it's a journey. And, you know, I think in terms of schizophrenia, we go through that traumatic experience where, you know, where we look for answers and we experience things we can't explain. So there is that. It's intertwined in a way. But, totally. Um, and I think um, with schizophrenic specifically or with the schizophrenic community, I think that 
um, there can be um, kind of conditions placed on our support. You know, I think I know in my own experience, my family has has placed conditions saying, oh, well, we're only going to support you if you're doing what we think you need to be doing, which would be seeing a psychiatrist, dealing with Western medicine, that kind of thing. And I, I think that anytime I tried to step away from that saying, well, I don't think that that's the right fit for me and that I'm looking for other answers, they, they saw that as me um, indulging in my delusions and that it wasn't healthy and they wouldn't support me and all this stuff. And so you kind of get stuck, you know, or at least I, in my own experiences, kind of got stuck being pushed to either do it this way or not have any support. And and in the end, I actually chose to step away and, and support myself until um, some of my closer family members uh, were willing to listen and catch on. And and now they, they support me and what I'm trying to do as well. Um, uh, it took them some time as well, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a whole can of worms family, isn't it? With schizophrenia. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, so just a, it's just a can of worms. Um, you know, I think I think some, you know, some of them think that you're faking it. That, do you know that sort of thing? Even though it's been like years and you've been in hospital and on meds and oh, yeah. you've been... And they think, oh, he's just faking it. Always, do you know what I mean? That sort of thing, which is it's so disturbing. It is, and and I get that. I've really tried. I mean, my mom uh, has been my my number one fan from the very beginning. She's always been open to trying to understand what I'm going through and listening to me and and being open about what I've experienced and 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 um, in many ways that saved my life many many times over because i had that i had that to fall back on and i know there are many people out there who don't have that um and so um but there is a big chunk of my family who doesn't understand and they think that they understand so they don't take the time to listen to what i have to say about it because they think they already know and so um, they have all these preconceived notions about what I am experiencing or what I'm not experiencing or whether or not it's real or if I'm just faking it for attention or blah, blah, blah. And um, they're so stuck in their idea about what I'm experiencing that they're not even willing to be open to hearing what I have to say about yeah. it, you know? And I think Just that listening can... and responding, you know, yeah, it's just so simple, but it's so difficult for so many people. It, really it is. is. It's a tricky thing, that's for <laughs> sure, on all levels. <laughs> so, you know, I think we're, we're almost going to close it here, but I just want to say, first of all, I'm going to ask you, what music do you want me to put on the episode? What kind of genre? What type of music? Oh, um, well, I guess um, I'm uh, I'm open to whatever you're, you're uh, feeling. I'll, I'll let you okay. uh, make the... Uh, the decisions on that level this is this is your okay. podcast so <laughs> I, uh... yeah i know but i try to I, I i do sort of encourage that when i have a guest that that episode belongs to them if in the sort of a sense right. you know well, um, i guess um pick something uplifting i guess um you know okay. i think now more than ever we need to be uh we need to be pushing love and light these higher vibrational exactly. Uh, exactly. emotions you know and ways of thinking and being and so um, I'd say whatever it is, make it optimistic. <laughs> you, you know, it's like um, I, I had a, a fever the other day. And I think when you have a fever, it lowers your vibration because mm. I the voices were so much more powerful. And when mm. I got better, I think my vibration came up again and then they okay. quietened off. 
So I think when you raise your vibration, you it's actually you actually get away from the. Do, does that make sense to you? That sort oh. of idea. I mean, actually, I could I could have a whole nother episode talking to you just about this. Um, yeah, you're you're spot on with that. Um, I think um, it's possible too. I know a lot of times when we get sick, it's because we're purging negative energy from us, and so um, things can become more amplified. We can hear more negative voices and things like that when we're going through a process like that. Um, but I've experienced things on this trip. Um, you know, I used to have um, these, these issues with delusions, negative delusions and things like that. And, um, um, I was experiencing on my trip when I was interacting with, with entities in these haunted places that I was going to, I would notice that I would start feeling the same way that I would feel before, um, having these weird delusions, negative delusions mm -hmm. and things like that until I cleanse myself after I was done with the investigation. And then all of that stuff would go away. Um, so I, um, I can definitely relate to what you're talking about there specifically. Yeah. So, so Frank, um, you know, I think, uh, we, we can talk more, so let's try and schedule another episode later in the year. Um, we did have some connection issues this episode. Um, so we'll try and sort that out for next time. Um, okay. but it's a pleasure talking with you. Um, Oh, you know, I think we're talking. I think we're talking about quite, um, the, you know, we're, uh, the subject matter is 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 truth, but it's not mainstream, and it, it it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that that movement that is going on in the world, where there's a, a few people who are into spirituality and, and have experienced it, and we're just show, trying to show that light, as you say, the love and light. Um, and just to try it because I think the people talk about a great shift, don't they? Um, mm. And yeah, so and we're we'll we're kind of going through that right now. I think um, you know, in the past probably five to ten years, I think more people have opened up to um, some level of spiritual practice uh, more so than at any time before in our history. And so I think uh, I think some good things are coming um, as far as yeah. that goes. Feel very optimistic about the future. <laughs> okay, Frank, let's leave it here. It was a good episode. So thank you very much. Most definitely. Thank you for having me on again. Um, I uh, can't tell you how grateful I am. And <laughs> I just, uh, I hope that people keep listening. This is wonderful. Yeah. I think it's amazing.